this is another survival toolbox podcast this is yours truly elder richard pittman jr and it has been a while y'all i apologize i apologize for not being here i apologize for uh a little bit of the hiatus i've taken Uh, in the meantime i've been praying and i've been getting my mind together and i believe that i'm ready keep going on the stretch for the podcast y'all you know y'all know i always say it i do it because the lord is directing me to do uh to do these podcast episodes and i just want to do what he's called me to do and i'm, I'm excited to do what he's called me to do because i feel like i'm living out my life's purpose that i don't feel like i'm i'm being um irrelevant or uh that i don't have an impact in some way shape or form if there's one person that listens to me and is changed and allows god into their life and into their heart i believe i did my job um so i i'm I'm excited i'm excited to be back Uh, i'm gonna be on social media um i'll be back doing the survival moments i had to retool and re-up and do some different things i'm gonna try to be more um uh, interactive uh, there's just a, a, a lot of things that are coming into play and a lot of things I must pick up and, and um, put into perspective and put into play. And I'm uh, just praying the Lord's will. So um, but I'm nevertheless happy to be back here on the podcast. Listen, um, just real quick. I just wanted to really just give a really quick episode. I don't anticipate this to be too long. And um, I just want to get straight to it. So uh, the other day, my wife and I, we went to a Minnesota Twins game, baseball game. And um, it really was last minute. Um, I just, you know, it was a nice day, sunny day. And I was like, hey, game's at 710. It's about four o'clock. Let's let's go to a game. Let's go. Let's go get some fresh air. We get the tickets, we get dressed, we get out, we get out there, we uh, find some place to park. Ended up walking on a side of the stadium we've never been on, and it was actually really beautiful on that side, funny enough. Um, We get inside and we get to our seats. Now, when we first get inside, we were just enamored by the view. You know, it's... It's a beautiful park to be at, uh, Target Field in Minneapolis, and so we're looking around, seeing the skyline and all the different people, and you know it's it's not as packed as it would be if the team were better, but there's still I think they said fifteen thousand people showed up, so that's that that's a lot, you know, masked up. Um, that's just how we that that's how we roll, masked up, and um. We get to our seats, we sit down, and I'm, I'm just like, man, we're sitting in the grandstand. We're like, man, this is really nice. First time first time being in the grandstand. Been to a game before, but first time in, in the grandstand. I'm sitting I'm sitting there like, man, this is really nice. This is sun's out. It's sun was kind of beaming, too, so it was, you know, really, really warm. But the sun was out. They're doing the announcements. They're getting through the national anthem and all these other things. It's awesome. Screens going, the big screens going, and the lights and the fireworks, and it's an awesome view. Yeah, thankful that we have the opportunity to go to the game. 
But in specific, it's what happened at the game that is the influence for this particular episode. We watched this family, very pleasant family, very nice. Um, a lot of kids, they had twin boys, a lot of kids and family. They were all sitting together. I think they took up, had to be the first, you know, two and a half, like two rows, like half of each of the first two rows of the section that we were in and right in front of us. And we noticed, my wife and I noticed that the children and even the mother were going up and down the stairs and they would always go down and come back up with food and then go down and come back up with food and drinks and other things. And I'm just like, man, what is going on? Um, and what's, what's, what's crazy is that while we're sitting there, as the game is going on, we're confused as to how they're getting all this food. And we're thinking like, man, they're spending hundreds of dollars and they got to, that's just, man, they, I mean, they have so many drinks left and right and all types of chips and peanuts and ice cream and ice cream bars. I mean, just going bananas. And it's it's perplexing because I'm like, man, stadium food is expensive. And then it, here comes these uh, these gentlemen. They sit right behind us, about eight or nine of them, take up half the row, right behind us. Then they start doing the same thing. They sit down, see some of the game. They go back down, and they start coming up with drinks and all these other things and going back and forth and just having a whole bunch. And they got snack after snack and drink after drink, and I'm just sitting there confused with my wife trying to figure out what is going on. What is going on? And I'm trying to figure out Okay, everybody has this section must be the money section like this must be where everybody has good, good paying jobs. They really saved up for today. Today they was going to cut up. So we're sitting watching the game. We're confused, but the game's pretty good. There's already home runs and there's a bunch of hits. And, you know, needless to say, the pitchers aren't doing a great job. But because the pitchers are doing a great job, the game is actually pretty fun, not boring at all. About around the fourth or fifth inning, one of the gentlemen that was sitting behind us comes up with some pizza and he says out loud to his boys, which we can we're not ear hustling, but of course you can overhear it. Um, he says, hey. All the machines or the cashier machines are down, they're just giving the food away. So if you want something, you should go get it before the machines come back up. Now, of course, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, I mean, that's that's crazy. That 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 is wild. And I look at my wife, I'm like, did you hear what he just said? And she's like, yeah, I heard what he said. And so I remember uh, about four or five seats down from us, the family turned around. I was like, is is that true? Is this, that they're just handing stuff out? Mind you. We're thinking. You know, this this can't be true. He might even maybe just something happened on his transaction. But he said, no, 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 for real. They're just handing stuff out. So one family goes. And then they come back and they come back with some stuff. And the family in front of us consistently up and down the stairs. Remember the first two rows of that family, they're 
up and down, up and down, drinks, drinks, snacks, peanuts, popcorn, I mean, everything, hot dogs, just going back and forth, I mean, just hitting it, everything. So here I am, like, man, I mean, maybe he got a point. So I look at my wife, like, hey, you want to, let's go, let's go figure something out. So we walk around, and at first we're kind of lost because we don't know where we're at. First time being in the grandstands, we're just like, oh, where, where do we go? What, which one are we talking about? We walk down, and we see this line of just popcorn and peanuts just on the table, like a, away from the concession, like it's just sitting out there. We don't think anything of it. We think it's untouchable. We keep we keep moving. And uh, a side, I probably should say this in the beginning, but side note, you have to have a a uh, a grandstand um, wristband in order to be in the section that we're in. Um, so take take note of that. You have to have a wristband to be where we're at. So just take note of that. So we end up finding where the machine shut down at. We go, we walk up the stairs and around the corner. We get up. Machines are back up. People are having to pay. So we're like, all right, well, we're not going to do that. We go back up to our seats. We find our seats. My wife and I sit back down. We're watching the game. Great, great game. Great game. We still see these folks coming up and down the steps with all this food. We're like, man, the the, the, the machines are up. How, how much money do these people got? Now, we're, we're out there counting pockets. And we're starving. So at this point, we're like, hey, after that, we got to hope this game ends soon. You know, baseball games can be two, three, four hours. If it ends in time, we can go run, grab some, get something to eat, or we might just have to, you know, just bull it out and go straight on home, get something to eat, and call it a day. Four, five, six, seven, eight. Any eight comes, and I mean, up and down the stairs, people just coming. I mean, we're seeing people coming with six, four, five, six ice cream sandwiches, two, three bags of uh, chips and dip. Peanuts, popcorn, drinks in hands. And I'm just wondering what is going. Is this, does everybody have, everybody must be rich over here. Because these concessions, we, you know how concessions is. You want a bottle of water, you about to spend $7. And on top of that, the bottle of water going to be half the bottle of water you can get at a gas station or, or, or a Sam's Club or Costco. I mean, for the price of one bottle of water at a game, you probably can go buy yourself two, three packs of bottled water, 45 bottles of water somewhere. I mean, it's just, it was ridiculous. I was just like, man, what is going on? Now I'm starving, but I'm not trying to say anything. So we end up getting, we end up buying for like $8, two drinks, uh, what I get? I think just two drinks and some nachos. People looking at us kind of crazy, like, going on with them because what we have doesn't look like what they have note that what we have doesn't look like what they have note that we have the grandstand wristbands and what we bought doesn't look like what they have so it's about around the bottom of the eighth inning now we ate we we bought that stuff maybe around the seventh inning but now it's around around the 80 you know it's where it's just some nachos and some drinks that's it and we're trying to figure out, man, what is going on? Now people have slowed down from going up and down the stairs. The game's starting to clear out. You know, those that just wanted to come for the experience, not necessarily the whole game. They end up leaving. You know, you've been sitting there for two, three hours. Like, all right, well, in total, the game was almost four hours. I think it was three hours, 45 minutes, something like that. 
we're sitting there. I mean, we still we like, man, we hopefully the game ends. It's about like nine, ten, nine, twenty. Like, man, if it ends in another time, we can maybe find a spot and go get something to eat. You know, me and wife are trying to figure this thing out. And here we are getting hungry again. And I just, I get this bright idea. And if you were to ask my wife, she would tell you that she had a bright idea and I shut it down. But, you know, I'm, I'm going to talk about me. She'll have her time. <laughs> but I had this bright idea. I was like, you know what, let's try one more time. Let's try one more time. Let's see what happens. We go over to the place where the guy suggested in, you know, earlier in the game that everything was shut down. They left at this point. That's how late it is in the night. They were like three hours of the game. They left. Families are leaving. We go and we get up there and we're standing in line and we're about to see if these, you know, we see that they're running out of the pizza, but they're just handing it to people. We're like, okay. A guy walks up behind us and says, hey, the machines in twin in this stadium go down from time to time and when that happens they just give the food away and actually since you're sitting in the grandstand this is what the man's telling us a worker at the stadium in the grandstand they give you a whole bunch of free stuff they give you drinks peanuts popcorn ice cream bars and some other things that are down there my wife and I look at each other like we sat this whole game hungry starving we even went to go use money we did not have to use to go get things that were already freely offered to us we sat in need hunger parched <laughs> and yet we watched in and after in and in. I mean it was a fun game though it wasn't that we did get something to eat eventually but it's like man what is going on we found that out. We went over. They had this meal that you could get from this restaurant that was sixteen dollars, actually fifteen fifty, which mean and it's you know how it is. It ain't nothing big time. It's just a small little meal. You probably could get you make it for yourself for all the fifteen dollars. Probably make more than what they give you for fifteen dollars if you bought your own ingredients. Together for the both of us, it would have cost us 30 bucks. We, the machines were down, mind you. We got it for free. What I could say, the best meal you can get for free. What's funny, earlier a man spent $40 for the same things we were trying to go get. But now we're getting them for free. And then on top of that, we went back down to where we we're sitting, and they were telling us, "Hey, take all of it. Take as much as you want. Don't don't be ashamed. Get all that you need." It took us some time to recognize what was going on and what we saw that was happening around us. And when we finally got up and said, you know what, we're going to try this one more time and figured out the machines are down. We got all this free food. Oh, man, had a blast. And the game went into extra innings. So we got free play time. Although, of course, people wouldn't say, you know, going almost four, four hours for a sporting event isn't that fun. But 
oh man we had a blast we ate good we were full we was we was literally stuffing ourselves for the time that we could have been stuffing ourselves being like everybody else going up and down the steps getting a bunch of stuff we literally we were going crazy getting drinks ice cream chips everything we were getting some everything we had no clue had no clue and for what the price we paid for the tickets oh man it was worth it it was worth it so what is the point behind all of this what what is what is the point behind me bringing all of these things up um the bible lets us know that Jesus came freely. And the Bible helps us to understand that getting salvation from Jesus Christ, it came at a cost for Jesus, but is given freely unto us. We already have permission and access to salvation. Just like we already have the wristband that notified those at the concessions to just give us those free snacks. We already have the permission and access to go into the temple for ourselves because the veil was ripped. And Jesus did that on purpose so we can go in and not have anybody atone for our sins but ourselves to go say, God, I repent. Like Romans 10 and 9 would, 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 would tell us. And here we have it. We waited all this time. And I'm, I'm just trying to slow down to, to let you know. We wait, so it would seem like we wasted a bunch of time trying to figure out what is going on around us. What what in the world? I mean, y'all should have saw our faces, how we was looking. And what's funny, it just... It reminds me of the verse in Joel chapter 2, 25, when it says, I, And I will restore to you the years that the clocus hath eaten the canker worm and the caterpillar and the palmer worm and my great army, which I have sent unto you. And ye shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. That is verse 26. All that time we wasted, it was worth it. You want to know why? All that time that we had to sit there and be hungry and have, we had other plans. But what we needed was already in our grasp and in our possessions. Even if God has to shake up the systems. What you need has already been given to you. You just have to go and get it. That's what salvation is. He'll restore to you all the things that you've lost. Everything that you think you can never have back. Everything that you thought is gone in the past. Everything that you have you have let gone of that you've been heartbroken over that people have told you you've you've never get to he said that you'll get it and be satisfied not just get it just to have it but be satisfied with it don't you want to be satisfied that's what jesus brings he's the doorway of the sheep 
He's the lion of Judah. He's the lily in the valley. He's the bright and morning star. He is my all in all. He is the well that we drink from. He is the bread of life. He is the way. He is the truth. And he is the life. He is the life. He is everything that we need. And yet we wake up every day and make consistent choices not to give our life to him. This podcast is just to show somebody and tell someone that what you need has already been given to you. You just have to go get it. Jesus has given us everything we need. Everything you need for this walk, for this world, for what you're going through. He's already given it to you. I want to make this very clear. The good news or the gospel. It's only good news and the gospel because we get to have Jesus for nothing else. It is of nothing else. Nothing is made even even relevant if it were not for Jesus dying on the cross. If it were not for the blood being shed. If it were not for the resurrecting. On the third day of, of the of the ascension from earth back to heaven to sit on the right hand of the Lord. If it were not for the son, we'd be nothing. I want you to take heed to these words. You may look around and see others having things that you don't. But all that you need is in Jesus. Joel chapter 2, 25 and 26 guarantees you. Guarantees you. And yeah, I know about context. But see, the Bible is relatable. And for a struggling people, God will restore unto you. And he will make sure that you are satisfied. So we ate good. We had a good night. We came on home and we laughed about the whole ordeal. Because he will make you glad. He will make you glad. And we were happy that we went. And happy that we found out what it means to sit where we sat. And now we know the next time we go back, we're going to be cutting up. But Jesus Christ and his salvation, he left us free. And I just want to be ones to tell you that what you need to fit inside your toolbox and you should have many, many tools that represent the same thing, like many, many screwdrivers that may be the same uh, same type of Philip, but maybe a different type of a grip or a different type of a length. Jesus Christ is the way and all that you need is in him. When you find him, you receive everything. Because whom the Son sets free is free indeed. Let's keep walking. Let's keep taking this journey together. We may have a long way to go. You may have a short way to go. Nevertheless, let's take God along with us everywhere we go. Take this journey together. Be blessed.